we're live. Thank you for doing this. You're Thank welcome. you very much. Thanks for having me. You look great. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> so we're going to Ollie's for our last supper. We're all starting to die tomorrow. What are you going to do differently than you're currently doing at the moment? Well, I am currently bulking. So from tomorrow, I'm starting to cut and I'm so excited because I'm genuinely sick of eating food. I'm sick of eating food. I've been bulking since January and I just, I need a break from lifting heavy and eating lots of food. And yeah, really looking forward to it. Who do you think is going to win the competition? Um, You've got a good chance. You're just saying that. Jamie's got a good chance. Do you think Jamie has a good chance? I think Jamie has a good chance. He's very driven. Um, I think I stand a good chance. I'm not knocking myself. I yeah, think I, I think, stand a good chance too. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically we have a competition running at the gym between the trainers and it's uh, an eight week uh, diet. Best transformation wins a sum of money. Yeah. So yeah. we're all putting 20 euro in and whoever wins the transformation wins the money. Mm-hmm. And if anyone wants to jump in on it, just say <laughs> to our reception and we can win more money. <laughs> I like to win more money. I think <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think I'm gonna win this. No, but so you were bulking. You started bulking when? Mm, January. And what weight were you before you? I was only a hundred pound in January. For I hate saying that out loud because the looks everybody gives me, they're like, "You were yeah. only a hundred pound," and like I'm obviously not that. Sh- I'm not tall, but I'm not short. I'm just under five six. So being a hundred pound is like really really light. That's um, the, is that the lightest you've ever been? That's the lightest I've ever been. Um. I did not like how I looked at 100 pound. I didn't get there intentionally. I didn't cut to 100 pound. I just stopped training, stopped dieting, was going through a stressful time and yeah, ended up being 100 pound. Wasn't checking my weight, wasn't looking at it. But then I know when I started my bulk, I was like, I'm going to put all the food I've been eating into my fitness pal just to see how many calories I was eating. And it was coming up at like 900 calories a day. Currently I'm eating 2,500 calories a day. So and when you were 100 pound, were you happy with your body or? God, no. No? <laughs> God, no. And I'm one of those people who's like, you should be happy, you know, no matter what you look like or any stage in your life because, you know, shit happens. But no, I was not happy. It was a very stressful time for me. And, and that's and why you chose to Yeah, bulk, that's why I chose to bulk. So on put, a, for put, me, I just. Put more muscle on and get mm-hmm. a little bit more weight back. Mm-hmm. Because I remember seeing you and like, you don't actually notice that you're 100 pound until... You put the two pictures side by side till you have you at 100 and then you at 120. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. I, I think though, because it was middle of winter and obviously I'm like the coldest human ever. I had big jackets on a lot and hoodies under the jackets and, you know, tracksuit bottoms. And I was always layered up to stay warm because obviously gyms are very cold in the winter. And when you're not working out, they're even colder. So I don't think anybody actually noticed. And it was more so, I actually think around April, I was already up probably 10 pound and everybody start going, oh my God, you look so thin. Like, did you lose weight? And I'm like, I'm actually up weight, but nobody really noticed because I was- I remember you saying that a few yeah. times to me, like someone, like everyone keeps telling me I look really thin. And, yeah. I, was like, and I was like, I'm up 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. I wanted people to tell me like, oh my God, you look like, you know, a bit fluffy. Like, like that's what I wanted. I wanted to be told I looked bigger and everybody was like, oh no, you look, you look so thin. And I was like, oh great, <laughs> this bulk's going well. But I knew myself, I was already up 10 pounds. so. Um, I was happy with myself, but even happier now. But I'm looking forward to a little cut of money doing the cut for the eight weeks and then I'm going straight back into a bulk. Um, and when you were bulking, like how many were you just tracking calories? Were you tracking macros? Or no, I was like, tracking my macros. I was tracking, I think I always kind of track macros before Christmas when I fell off the bandwagon with training and macros. I think that's the first time I've ever done that since I started training properly, which was so long ago now. Well, I was like 17. 
um, 24 now. So I think that's the first time I've ever actually done that. Um, it was kind of nice maybe for a change, but I did feel like crap about myself and I'm backtracking now. I track my carbs, fats, protein, calories every single day. And I know a lot of people think um, that's crazy to weigh everything you eat, but that's what I like doing. Um, and what what current calories, what calories did you eat to to gain 20 pounds? Um, I started, obviously I was only eating 900, which is so unhealthy. I don't recommend anybody ever do that ever. Um, but I was eating 900, I increased that up to 1000. Was that 900 tracked calories? Or are you no, just I wasn't tracking. So just, I just put just... in, like I kind of eat the same foods every day and I just put in what I was eating. And that Came was to 900. That was... That was what got you to 100 pounds by just not tracking. And only I stopped tracking. And only eating roughly 900 calories per day. Yeah. And true. Because I know months. a lot of people are like, you know, when they fall off the bandwagon, it can, you can like spiral out of control and eat loads of crap and gain weight you didn't want to gain or stuff. But when I stop tracking, I actually lose weight. I stop yeah, eating. I find that happens with a lot of uh, kind of women. Yeah, It's more absolutely. the opposite for men, but more women is, is when they actually fall off the bandwagon it's actually some of their biggest things is actually getting enough calories in mm -hmm. so it's like they train all year round gain muscle mass gain you know some mass and then once they fall off it's like i've lost it all then i'm sure even when i put clients on macros and they're like i have them on say like 1800 calories and they're like oh my god i can't i can't eat all that food and i'm like i'm eating 2500 like you do get used to it. it is a struggle it was a struggle for me like 1800 at the start i was like whoa this is a lot of food now 2,500, the total, mm -hmm. fine, I can... But that's because they not only do they change their macros, but they change all the food sources that they eat because mm -hmm. if you were to eat 2,500 calories of, you know, normal food, fast food, and, you know, when you start changing up for all those kind of unhealthy options for healthy options, it looks like more, like it is more volume, mm -hmm. but it's not actually more calories. And I think people mistake, Jesus, I'm going to gain more weight because I'm eating more, but it's like... No, it's a numbers game. It's down to your calorie intake versus what actual... Because you can have a massive salad that could weigh a kilo, but mm -hmm. there's not actually that much calories in it. But again, that's going to make you feel full. So I find that people always use that as like, oh, like I want to eat less calories. I want to eat less calories. And you have to tell them, no, eat 1,800, but eat 1,800 good calories. Mm -hmm. Or what what I normally follow, like an 80-20 rule, where I say like, say if you have a 1,000 calorie diet or 2,000 calorie diet, 80% of those calories will come through healthy, clean, whole foods, and then 20% will be true. I know you like a flake or a twirl after your breakfast. A Freddo. A Freddo. <laughs> a Freddo. A Freddo bar. But I think you, there's only you 90 calories. You in every single day, don't you? I have a Freddo bar every single day um, See, most after people, my lunch. Most people would be like, I couldn't just do a Freddo. I can either do a whole dairy milk or a whole, you know, go all in or not do it at all. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I find that that's where people actually never end up making any progress because it's like okay you're just giving yourself two options it's either this or the other mm -hmm. but really you could come into the middle and you could only have two squares of dark chocolate or you could only have you know two or three drinks on the weekend but i do find the dark chocolate's way more filling mm -hmm. i switched from a freddo to dark chocolate there a couple of weeks ago just for a change and i would recommend eating two squares of dark chocolate over eating a freddo bar because it is definitely like i couldn't sit down and eat a whole bar of dark chocolate whereas i could sit down and eat 10 freddos easily you know um dark chocolate's richer so i'd say that's the better option in the sense that you can't eat a whole bar <laughs> remember i bought that 100 it was a 99 percent dark chocolate yeah don't recommend that to yeah, anybody yeah i was like because uh, i normally eat quite high percent dark chocolate mm -hmm. i like doing like 80 percent or 85 yeah 80 is nice and um i remember I was in super value when i seen 99 percent and i was like i'm gonna try that and it literally tastes like coal it was, it was charcoal yeah it reminded it, me of charcoal it, yeah like you bite into it and it just leaves some 
There's no chocolate taste. It no. lost that like, I don't know, you know, when you eat dark chocolate, it has a really chocolatey taste. Like I'm talking mm-hmm. like 75 to like even 90%. But then what was that, 99? It was 99. It was, yeah, yeah no, disgusting. What 100 tastes like. Oh God, is there 100? I don't know. I, don't, I hope I, not. I, I would buy it if there wasn't. I'd was actually like love to talk to somebody who enjoys eating that 99% dark chocolate. I really would. Just like, what is it you like? I had all, I remember I had Dan and everyone try it and they were like, I don't think one staff member here enjoyed that dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. None at all. Um, you know, it's disgusting. Don't recommend so, that. So your diet and as of tomorrow. So we're mm-hmm. all going out for a meal tonight. We're all going to have our last, last cheat meal, last, last supper. supper. Um, and diet starts. I kind of started my diet kind of last Monday, but I've kind of towards now the end of the week because we all decided to do this competition mm-hmm. that I decided, OK, Friday, Saturday, I'm just going to relax and chill and I'm going to go get a nice feed here tonight. And then come tomorrow, then it's Hell for it's all it's all guns blazing. That's mm-hmm. that's the plan. Um, but your training and your nutrition now, are you going to change anything from bulking, or are you going to stick to the same plan? No, I've changed everything. Um, obviously, I took last week, this week, sorry, off training. Uh, when this is posted, it'll be last week. Um, took last week off training. First time I've taken a break off training since January. I haven't had one week off. Um. And I was doing three weight days a week. So I was doing upper body, lower body, full body, um, the odd glutes and abs session. But I was like lifting heavy, 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 (laughs) doing less exercises and, you know, eating more. I was still walking every day. I was still doing yoga every day. um, But I was training less, lifting heavier. And now I'm doing upper body, lower body, full body, glutes and abs. That's my new split but it's a higher rep range. So I have mostly like three sets of 15, four sets of 15, like 12 to 15 reps. Some of them I even have up to 20 reps. I've added loads of burpees, jump squats, like more little exercises like that instead of just going in and doing a heavy squat, heavy leg press, you know? Um, And I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't really like, I don't particularly like lifting heavy. Yeah, I was just about to say that, like you've never been a fan of, of like, like, because I know our training styles are completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like training to almost failure. Like, I know there's failure, what most people would call failure, but there's like a, a part beyond that where, you know, like you actually physically can't do anymore. Like, when you do that last rep, it's like, okay, one more on top of that. Like, I can train like like that with legs, but with upper body, it's a little bit harder. And I find that, I don't know, I, tr- I like heavyweight i like absolutely a, a nice rep range like seven to kind of nine do you know that's kind of where i like to be at five would be like the lowest i'd go to um but that's really what i'm looking forward to getting back into now is like some solid structure and actually a training program that like i'm just going to do and actually get some you know progress on because i think the last kind of like say six to nine months i've kind of just been doing you know two three sessions or a week or if even and i've just been kind of doing things here and there like i'll come in i'll just no be like i'll just do a bit of push i'll do a bit of pull i'll do some legs and there was actually nothing to actually follow so now i've kind of like i feel like that's the first time you've ever done that though yeah you know like i the whole time i've known you've always trained and i think that's the first time you've ever kind of stopped training yeah, opening you know, the gym was obviously do you know what i found was the hardest when i always found that like I needed somewhere that like I could I know it sounds cheesy but like I needed somewhere that was like home mm-hmm. do you know what I mean that I could like feel like I could train out of and when I first joined the gym obviously the gym that I was in I always felt that like that was the first place I ever trained so that was fine but then 
once then I started kind of you know going to different gyms and I was in and out of swords and stuff like that I never really felt like there was like that yeah, kind of home, that, yeah. home gym do you know that kind of way and I was always like going away and trying and I was like two months here two months there a month here and I was just like yeah I remember we were going to like fly fit for a while and, and then I was in platinum well, breaking for a while and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah so and they're know, all great gyms it's just you have to I think everybody has you know you get a vibe when you walk into a gym and you know everybody has their home mm-hmm. basically and I think I think that when we first started here I expected this just to feel like home right away and it didn't and then like just chaos hit the fan and or yeah yeah it was just mental mm-hmm. and then trying to train was like very sporadic it would be like okay I'll train now and then it'd be like right uh this is after happening so then you just drop but to be fair yeah there's no structure um it's easy to have structure when you work for a gym as opposed to owning your own gym and um, I definitely think like even now like if somebody calls in sick you jump you have mm-hmm. to jump you have to give up everything everything you're doing and come here like sure how many Sundays have we planned out and something has happened like Sunday's our only day together like fully together and how many times have we ended up in the gym you know but I guess that's what you sign up for mm-hmm. I still I'm still grateful for the gym and I appreciate it but it was definitely hard and I'm I kind of feel like really comfortable now like last I think last week and you can agree this week was like the first week where just everything felt really really good and although there was little hiccups which there is every week there's something just felt really nice like we have a great team going and everyone just works well together everyone likes each other there's a good vibe in the gym the members are great they even have a good vibe about them and now we're starting a new plan and I just I feel like we're going into like a new phase of our life 100% I think it's really good like the gym is only open eight months and you know I don't I'm sure a lot of people who are even going to listen to this who have their own gym are going to be like they'll understand the struggle like for the first year and you sure we're eight months in is it eight months eight months yeah yeah I like think it could be nine. nine months yeah it could be something like that and like I'm starting to feel like I feel like this gym has been here forever I just yeah. feel like we've always been here it's mm-hmm. like a home now and we have like a little family here and it's just I don't know good vibes and then the, I think that's that's the competition that we have is 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 more like yeah I think we need a bit of competition yeah, it's not even like okay about the money it's like we just want to beat each other, beat each other like, you know that kind of way and it's like okay I can see Jamie or I can see Jordan or I can see you know Amy doing that and I'm gonna just you know do something more so it's gonna be days where like Jamie does five minutes more cardio and I'm gonna be like well I know Jamie's been coming in every day and you know saying I'm gonna win or he's like just so convinced he's gonna win that it's like as much as he's joking and like it's just all a laugh it makes me be like I'm gonna be him yeah. like I want to be him now him yeah <laughs> and I mean that in like the nicest possible way but he comes in and like riles everyone up and we're like you yeah, know we yeah. definitely have to beat you anyway yeah, you know definitely. um but yeah it's really exciting I think everything's going really well and good vibes all around yeah so. but it, it wasn't wasn't it it was tough for a while it was really tough yeah like that happens in life though doesn't it <laughs> I think we we made it a lot tougher like our mindset and our attitudes towards it were like I was having a really hard time. You were also having a really hard time. Bo had bad energy, two bad energies together. It just wasn't good. And yeah, it was just really, really difficult. We came to a lot of obstacles we didn't expect to come to and we overcame them and we're better people because of it. But yeah, I, I always say that like literally no matter how bad something is, like it's actually a good thing because like when you feel bad, something like good is about to happen, is about to happen. Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so always like and I like, think that's that's happened in our lives a lot like any time either one of us has hit rock bottom like obviously if you hit rock bottom I hit rock bottom too like you know your problems are my problems my problems are yours and I think like any time that we hit rock bottom 
something really good always happens and that gets us through everything now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whether it's because that's what we believe and like we manifest it because we believe every time things get really bad, something really good happens and it just happens now, like all the time. And I think like we nearly attracted that into our own lives and Mm -hmm. you know. I'm I'm laughing there. You were like, all your problems are my problems and all my problems are your problems. Yeah. Except when it comes to cars. (laughs) They're all your problems. (laughs) So when your car breaks down, it's my problem. Yeah, absolutely. And when my car breaks down, it's only my problem. Yeah, I'm not even going to argue with that one. Yeah, that's all your problem. Yeah, yeah. Even when I'm booking an NCT for my car, I'm like, you need this day off work because I've got an NCT. (laughs) and then when i have all those stuff you know i actually remember you brought your car for nct recently i didn't even know you went yeah yeah no cars (laughs) are just not my thing that's what you're supposed to be able to do you just (laughs) ring them you book it and you drive there you give it in and they give it back and you drive on yeah i know it's easy in your head my head that's chaos (laughs) that's good but um yeah so we have what eight weeks to train eight Mm -hmm. weeks to diet and i think eight weeks is long enough isn't it eight weeks is long enough and i think yeah, we both have plans ready. You're going to get back into your jiu-jitsu. Well, yeah, I don't plan? know. I no? don't think so. No? No. I never, never, never planned going back. Oh, I thought you were going back. No, I I was there and then it's just, it's two hours down. And do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's an hour down. So maybe right. do the eight week challenge and then after that look into, because yeah, you do enjoy it. I'm just going to train like six days here. Yeah, six day. Are you doing six days a week? I'm doing six days. Oh a week. no, that makes me feel like crap for doing four. No, I'm doing. But six. I'm doing four, and I'm doing seven walks. Like I'm walking every day, yoga every day, and four gym sessions. That's fine. Yeah, no, see, look. <laughs> no so like, I don't want you to beat me. No. <laughs> but I think I'm carrying more weight now. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? But that's why I feel so like you're at an advantage. In, that, that's in my favor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's kind of an annoying. I'll plan on coming down maybe 25, even 30 pounds. Like I'm currently, I weighed actually bought the scales today. Uh, like a? Yeah, a new one. Like not just a one that was in little and uh, weighed myself. Obviously I'd eaten and drank whatever I drank today. Uh, I think it was 90 kg, which is like 200 pounds, I think. But I reckon I'll be like starting weight like 196 or 197. I'm going to weigh in tomorrow and do like a... And the first kind of like we need physique. to do pictures obviously yeah, as well yeah. weigh-ins so exciting yeah so i'm gonna do that and then i don't know how, every, how everybody's gonna feel tomorrow because obviously it's starting tomorrow tomorrow's a bank holiday and i'm prepped and ready to oh go. i'm ready to go too yeah. but i know like you we're going see, out tonight and i have two big massive tubs of rice that is like gonna do me for the week and i just have like all my greek yogurt all my cottage cheese all my beef all my turkey meats. oh i always know like i always since we were younger that like you and me in business when you buy cottage cheese again <laughs> i always like anytime i see you with cottage cheese i'm like oh he means business now <laughs> yeah. yeah it's the light one as well yeah that you put on top but of I everything you eat love it. Like, i know you do it's weird right because like i'll make like a big massive stir fry mm-hmm. and then i'll put like really hot hot sauce on it but then i put the cottage cheese on and that like kind of counteracts the i know the the hotness because it kind of cools it down at the same time <laughs> And it's just like the perfect meal. But I you don't. know what the thing is? Like, I don't like cottage cheese and I've tried to like it. But anytime I look at your food, I'm like, I want to eat that so bad. Like, you're right. It looks so nice. Like, it cools down the hot sauce. It does, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's perfect. But, um, yeah, I'm, del- I'm excited to get back in. I'm really um, excited. I've worked out my macros. I think I'm going to be eating roughly around, because I have a high output every every day, like in terms of like cardio and, you know, just things that. Always you know, on your feet. Yeah. I think it's about 
compared for me to die about two six two two thousand six hundred and fifty calories yeah I, th- I think i'm one nine mine mine's quite high for like yeah so, i know like when my pt is like i have them on like one seven one eight i think mm-hmm. i'm eating like one nearly two thousand mm-hmm. um see i would rather much have a higher output because as well like even in terms of like dieting i always rather would diet on higher calories mm-hmm. and higher cardio the reason why is is because like you get the benefits of extra food extra nutrients and you also get the benefits of cardio mm-hmm. so it's like two benefits but when you start restricting when you say okay well like i'll i won't do any cardio but i'll restrict my food even more so you're getting less nutrients in your in your in your food mm-hmm. but you're actually getting no benefits of actually cardiovascular stuff so i always say to my clients like you know more food to, more cardio more food and more output more food and more output because you're gonna feel much better like you mm-hmm. know there's no point just sitting at home on the couch or you know just you know driving everywhere and just you know being really sedentary but really restricting your diet you should really try to whether it's you know find an hour at work or a lunch break or get up an hour earlier or you know find an hour in the evening to give more to exercise because and allow a just move more, more in general yeah and allow a little bit more food in because yeah like some people genuinely do only have what's a tdee which is your total daily energy expenditure is only like 1500 calories for them to stay the same way forever based on you know their sedentary lifestyle mm-hmm. so like i always use the example like imagine you know like a taxi driver or a bus driver or a lorry driver they work 13 14 hours and they're just sitting the whole time yeah. you know driving they come home they're exhausted they sleep for eight hours they get up they do it again and you know the only time they move is really when they're going from the house to the car or you know to the truck to from the truck to the shop or whatever to get some food and you know that person is literally uh, probably only burning thousand calories every single day Mm -hmm. if if even so like some people would have like a uh, a maintenance calories of about you know 14 1500 so when someone comes into me and it's really low calories i'll always say let's get more food in but let's get more output in where can we where can we can we start going on like you know walks on the weekend like what do you do what how do you socialize will i go to the pub well how can we <laughs> switch that up walk we, to the pub even <laughs> can we go on long walks do you know what i mean can yeah. we go out to hold can you do something do you know what i mean can you track your steps every single day can you go from three thousand steps to thirteen thousand steps or fifteen thousand steps i always try to get my clients up to twenty thousand steps every single day i know a couple of people that i had uh, for personal training were saying like oh you know i can't track my steps i like don't have the money for a fitbit or an apple watch right now but i know a lot of smartphones they they track your steps now like i i didn't realize my phone tracked my steps until you bought me the apple watch as a present and then i went into the health app and i was like oh my god this has been tracking my steps for months so a lot of people their phones do that for them like we all mostly have our phones with us all the time so you can even do it on your phone now you know yeah and i think that's great because i do think getting something like a fitbit or a smartwatch is like oh it's an investment yeah Yeah. like it's something that's just you need to do because Mm -hmm. it's like a weighing scales or kitchen scales do you get what i mean like these are tools and you can't like you can't lose weight or you can't track your health or you can't do these things without these certain tools it's just like like a like a builder that goes to a building site like he needs a saw he needs you know what i mean like you actually need these to be able to um actually diet and actually lose weight because otherwise you'll spend two years trying to figure it out and you'll just never get anywhere mm-hmm. because you'll just be constantly guessing oh i roughly done a thousand ten thousand steps today no you actually need them four thousand <laughs> do you know what i mean i roughly ate two thousand calories no you actually ate eight thousand so you need things like my fitness pal and the weighing scales and you need to you know 
I don't necessarily think you need to weigh in every single week, but I think you need to regularly, if your goal is to drop Monitor your weight. I think you do need to use the scales to do that. No, but I definitely do think that like they are an investment of a fitness watch, like Apple Watch, Fitbit. I know um, one of the staff members, Rebecca, the other day was saying that they have one, was it on eBay or Amazon? And it's like, it was like 30 euro and it, it just tracks your steps, but like, that's absolutely fine. I seen a thing on Instagram the other day and somebody was giving out about this trend where you do 10,000 steps a day because everybody like tries to get to 10,000. I try to get to 10,000 a day. Like I actually try sometimes like 15,000 because yeah. I normally hit 10. I try to get up to about 18 to 20. Yeah, like everyone that's... has a little goal. But I seen a thing on Instagram today and somebody was like, oh, you know, that's just a trend. Like it's stupid. It's just a trend. And I was like, that's a great trend. That is like such a good trend to be going around. Like it's a healthy trend. It's like, good it's, because it's the number one thing that everybody can do absolutely like, like you don't need to go and buy gym membership you don't need to go and buy a diet plan or a train plan or whatever literally if you started moving more every single day mm -hmm. that would just accumulate to more calories burnt and over a long period of time even if you just make healthier choices like take out sugar drinks take out sugary foods and um, you know you'd be <laughs> off onto a flying start yeah. and once you get some momentum then it's much easier to continue going but I think I remember watching <coughs> um, Gary McGowan, he calls himself Skinny Gaz. Mm -hmm. And I always thought, like, he always talked about steps and tracking the steps and, you know, parking the furthest car space away from Tesco and increasing your steps. And it's not until you actually start doing it with clients and doing it yourself that you realize that is such an important tool to be able to do. Like, if you can add 5,000 steps on top of your activity every single day, forever, like, it's a massive amount of, activity at the end of the month year you know and you want to keep that lifestyle habit as opposed to just you know like we can all jump on the treadmill for 40 minutes but that's not sustainable do mm -hmm. you know what i mean like well you know you could probably do it for a long period of time but eventually you'll get tired and but if you start it's boring <laughs> no you, one likes really yeah. walking on a treadmill just looking at a wall mm -hmm. um, so if you start like doing things like that allow you to get more steps or whether it's take up a sport whether it's take up you know what I mean? Um, like just take part in like kids activities as opposed to, you know, stand on the sidelines and just watch you mm -hmm. know what I mean? and you just start doing things. Then it allows you to bring that step count right up. And it's just something that, you know, you don't even have to think about. You don't have to go, oh, I need to go do my cardio today. Cause it's like, no, I already got my 18,000 steps in. So, mm -hmm. but then um, you were saying Instagram, did you see Instagram took likes away? Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think? No, I like it. I have to say I've heard like a lot. Of I mixed... don't like it. I have heard a lot of mixed opinions. I, I think personally, like, just because of, like, you know, like the business, the way that the gym is, like, Instagram is now what, like, television and what, like, like the news and all was before. It's like where everyone goes to promote their business. Mm -hmm. you get it? It's, it's basically what it is now. I think looking from, like, a business aspect and then, like, you know, young, the young generations mental health aspect it's like two different things so like i agree with you like business wise i'm kind of like mm, do i like it but then for my own personal instagram and like everyone else's personal instagram i'm like oh no it's it's, it's nice it's like, definitely good for for people it allows people to say okay i can post a picture and i don't necessarily need to worry about how many likes it gets because mm -hmm. i know a lot of people or like what time i'm posting it because i know that's a big thing mm -hmm. you know you post at like you check your stats say you've got your personal page set up as like a personal blog and you can check your stats and see the busiest times and but you yeah, know see i i have like mixed opinions but i definitely think it's good and i i like i do like it it's not that i 
I don't like it or dislike it. It's just, it's just a thing that happened. And I thought, you know, it'd be really good for people's mental health. But I'm hearing a lot of other people's opinions on it lately about like, what, as you said, businesses. And then somebody else was saying that, you know, like that's it kind of, it's a goal nearly. Like a lot of people kind of push harder because they want, you know, more followers, more likes on their photos. And I was kind of like, yeah, I get that too. Um, I think I was just more looking at the mental health side of things. And I do think it's better because I did Google it. The first time I said it to you, remember I said it a couple of weeks ago. Um, I seen Instagram were removing likes and I said it to you and then I just like Googled it and I was in bed that night just reading a few articles and a lot of people were saying, I can't remember the exact article I was reading, but they were saying that it was because they want people to post pictures they want to post and they have so many people that upload pictures within say 15 minutes if it's not getting enough likes or hasn't got enough likes, they're taking it down you know that kind of way and they kind of like they wanted Instagram to be a place where you know you could just post freely and like what you want and express yourself more so than being solely focused on oh my god that picture must not be nice because it didn't get enough likes and taking it down so I definitely think like Instagram's point of view was but like they, but I think if they have to take away likes do you not think they have to take away like the likes of like followers comments and followers yeah, as well I thought do you know that. what I mean it's like why take away one and not take away the other because still you're gonna have those people who have you know less followers than other people and the other people who have you know a million followers those people are still gonna know that that person is getting loads of likes on their photos because of you know how instagram was before mm-hmm. but no i think i think you either remove one or i think sorry you remove none or you remove them all yeah but i think if you remove them all then that defeats the purpose of instagram i just think like from reading the article obviously people are deleting their pictures because they're not getting enough likes but I don't think people are deleting their Instagrams because they don't have as much followers I think likes were like the main issue or like I don't think people were deleting a photo because it didn't get enough comments I think likes was like a really big issue see I do this thing where I just post drop yeah do you know I I always, I always post say that yeah to do, do it to everybody but like when you post a picture you'll be like you'll watch your phone won't you um it depends like if I'm sitting at home and I post a picture and then no, I wouldn't. I don't watch my phone. You no. make it sound like I'm sitting there. No, I don't watch my phone. But like, I'll pick it up, say, in 15 minutes. And, you know. Like you even have your, oh, you have my notifications now turned off. Mm-hmm. Like you have your notifications on. So every time someone comments or posts or likes, you'll get it. My notifications are turned on on Instagram. I love Instagram. Like, I really do. Like, I love, I love Instagram. And um, WhatsApp. No, my notifications are turned off on WhatsApp. I love looking at people's pictures. Answering messages has never really been my thing. Like, I don't. It's not that I don't like answering messages. I get like anxiety when I have too many messages. I don't know why. That's like me with emails. So delete them all. Like I can't. Without replying? No, obviously not. No, I mean like, you know, do you ever see when you have like 1,000 unopened? No, God, no, I can't. No, no yeah. No, I cannot do no. that. Like I'm like, okay, if that email, I open it and then I delete it. Like even mm-hmm. if it's irrelevant. Do you know what I mean? I don't just let it sit there and go, oh yeah, it's a, uh, you know, Google sending me some marketing advice and I'm like, no, open, delete. Mm-hmm. I'll have zero. I want to have zero unopened emails in my inbox by the end of the day. Yeah. Or else I can't go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that with WhatsApp. I'm like, okay, reply to all my WhatsApps. But like, I think that's hard with social media because I know I know you're the same as well, especially with now we both have the business pages. It's like you come home and obviously you've got messages off like your friends and your PTs who like you're so excited like you want to talk to them do you know what I mean like you want to help them and you do look forward to replying to them but then you also have like the odd like you know family message um Instagram message like 
personal account, business account, Facebook message, personal account, business account. Then you've got your WhatsApp messages, your text messages. There's so many platforms where you can message people that it's a little bit overwhelming. Um, love Instagram though. Like I love, I don't know. I love photos. I love seeing other people's photos. I love posting photos. I just really like You're Instagram. Really good on Instagram. Thanks. I love all your posts. <laughs> Thank you. I love, I love a good quote on my story. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. a good positive quote. Girls supporting girls quote. And you yeah. should, you should do more yoga posts. More yoga, yeah. You I don't should. know. I don't really talk about the fact that I do yoga a lot. Um, but you do it every day. I do yoga every single day. And you haven't posted it once. I have never posted it. Um, I had this fear of like, I definitely think I turned, the gym was always like a hobby of mine and I turned that into a career and I'm happy I turned that into a career. But I said that was the only hobby I'd ever turn into a career because I still wanted to have just a hobby. And I think yoga is like my hobby and I love doing it. And I, the only reason why I would post it is because I'd love to encourage more people to try it because it's amazing. Yoga is amazing. It, I've tried it once with you. You tried it once with me. Um, you did enjoy it, but you, we both do it for different reasons. Yeah, like we said before, remember I was telling you that the hardest, the hardest bit I found was she was trying to say, you know, get into this position, but also breathe in as you're like falling and then breathe out as you're like coming back. And I was like, I'm actually trying to get into the position first before I, I think about my breathing. Obviously, we went to a yoga class. I do a lot of yoga at home, like off YouTube and stuff as well. Obviously, we go to classes too, or I go to classes. And um, but we went to an hour and a half long mm -hmm. yoga class and there's a lot of different poses. Whereas I started first, I was going to yoga classes and I, I wasn't even listening to anything about the breathing. And it is a lot of connecting your breathing with the movement that that is what yoga is about. And um, I didn't get it at all. And then I started doing a lot of yoga at home and I was doing just like 10 minute yogas where it was like back, neck and shoulders. And it's really easy to bring your breathing into that because the movements for your back, neck and shoulders are not like, difficult to get into you know that kind of way and then I you know picked it up and got like went on to like harder like yoga YouTube videos or like I started going to the intermediate to advanced yoga class and I was like I'm actually getting really good at this like and now I, I would never do yoga without the breathing and I'm like how did I ever do yoga without the breathing it's like your breath flows with the movement and everything flows and I don't know I think yoga like as well meditation as well for you isn't it yeah i think it's, it's more like headspace it's headspace and yeah. even like a lot of yoga classes that i go to the yoga teacher will always say you know like leave everything on the mat like you just it's just you and your mat and you are so focused on the poses and the breathing and like yoga teachers will often say you know like it could be like a really simple move but you'll be like so focused on the like spread your fingertips push your toes into the ground so you're focused on your breathing the movement pushing your fingertips into the ground or spreading your fingertips and pushing your toes into the ground. And there's so much to think about that you genuinely forget about absolutely everything else. And it's like, you just, I personally just like shut the whole world out. Yeah, I remember one day on... you'd done it here and I was like, Nicole, come here and get something. And you were like, gave me like dagger eyes. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? like, don't like, disturb me. Don't do not disturb me. And I was like, okay, I will not disturb you. But I could easily do it for like four hours. I could. Yeah, I remember that day remember that day and I'd done like two hours of yoga I was like she is gone where is she gone couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get you no. and I do I just put my phone on airplane mode I leave it on my bed I'm like you know it's only okay I do it for an hour every day like sometimes you know if I wake up a little because I get up an hour earlier to do my yoga like I do prioritize yoga because I love it I look forward to it and I put my yoga mat out like not I'm not talking about yoga class I go to yoga class too but at home I put my mat out and I light my candle and I close my blinds and make my room kind of dark and it's just like 
I don't know, it's cozy and I just love it so much. And afterwards I feel like a different person. I just feel like I'm ready to start the day. And especially on yoga, there's a girl on yoga that anyone who does yoga would know her name's Yoga with Adrian on YouTube. And I think she's one of the top yogis on YouTube. Well, as far as I can see, she has hundreds upon hundreds of yoga videos and yoga. I remember I I watched one of her videos. Yeah, you probably just searched yoga. She's the first person. Do you know what I found so hard? How are you supposed to look at the TV and get in the mood? Do you know, I don't like actually how, look at the TV. Yeah, but how... Now I know a lot of the names of the movements and I kind of... I was like trying to twist those and like breaking my neck, trying to like look at the TV. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You kind of like movements flow together and you can kind of nearly guess what's coming next if you're yeah. so... This was a beginner's one. This was like the complete beginner one. And I was like, okay, I need to watch what you're doing. So it was almost... It was almost like I had to watch it and then do it and then like watch it. And, and it was ruining the it. flow. Yeah, there was no flow at all. Yeah. It was just like, right, this is... Even at the yoga class, I'm sure you said before that you do yoga like solely for flexibility. Mm-hmm. And then like, I don't do yoga for flexibility at all. Like, you know, I think, but I definitely think at the start I did, like I was like, I'm going to get really flexible. I'm going to get really good at yoga. And I'd done it like a couple of years ago, a couple of times. And it was only really last year, kind of like, I don't know like found yoga like properly and realized it's just a place of like no judgment and you know everything gets left on the mat and it's just yeah like nobody's judging anybody everyone's there for themselves and for their own reasons and yeah I think yeah yoga is brilliant yeah because it's like it's something that anybody can go to and be accepted like right away although yeah it's just like if you even like struggle to come to a gym environment like yoga is like like your way in of to like doing anything do you know mm-hmm. what I mean so like I know a lot of people struggle to just walk through the doors of the gym whether it's intimidation or whatever it is but I know that like yoga is like it has that thing where it's like I think once you get in so if you like take a step in the door of a yoga class I know gyms can be a little bit intimidating and a lot of people do struggle with that I just feel like it's not like, there the energy in a room where yoga is happening is just so good and there's such a good vibe like the first yoga class I ever went to I remember like going in and I felt a little bit nervous, but definitely not as nervous as I felt the very first time I went to the gym with you years ago. And I went in and I was like, I was there like two minutes and I was like, this is great. Like I walked in and there was three other people there and they were like, morning. And I was like, oh, morning. You know, like you walk into a gym and no one would really be like, you know, oh, hey, what's the story? If they didn't know you, they'd, mm-hmm. you know, and I walked in and everybody was just like, morning, like, how are you? What's your name? And then like the yoga teacher came in and it was all real like calm and just chilled and good vibe and oh, I don't know it's just great I recommend it to everybody I talk to and anytime like I just feel like any problem I have yoga like there is yoga for everything there is poses for absolutely everything and yeah it's just I don't know anytime I have a hard day or a headache or like anything goes yoga. wrong or even when it's going right I just go to yoga it's just yeah I need to my do thing. more yoga I definitely I think like everybody should try it and you know, I think the world definitely needs more yoga. I definitely um, think it's the next, like that and meditation is like the next big thing mm-hmm. in, in the fitness industry. It's definitely a trend. Like it's it's definitely a trend going on right now, like mindfulness and 100%. meditation, yoga. Like, just like, just like, like training and bodybuilding was like big kind of, let's say like five, six, seven years mm-hmm. ago. I think now, or even just how lifting weights as well. Like it was always kind of like, okay you come to the gym and you know the bodybuilders lifted weights and everyone else lifted or everyone else just went on the elliptical yeah and then kind of started you know changing and now it's like okay 
everyone kind of comes and lift weights and women were afraid to lift weights and now they're not and i think now everyone all the bodybuilders are now going to be going and doing yoga classes and yeah. mindfulness classes sure, look at you yeah you do a lot of as much as you don't do a lot of yoga you do do a lot of meditation you do headspace yeah i try yeah. i try headspace like most mornings but like i don't always do it when i'm doing when i'm doing good i am that's something i'm gonna try to add in headspace i find you know, i find hard when i do it when i'm tired in the morning i fall asleep so like, that's not a good time but um i think headspace is great headspace is a great app because yeah, you got me into headspace and it's good what's your run streak at the moment um i have done headspace for i think every that's day so my good. run streak is like 200 and 12 days i that's, think that's yeah cool. I've you're, gonna, never... you're gonna get the year award yeah i'm gonna get the year award <laughs> and then i'm gonna keep going next year because definitely my life has improved so much since i started doing headspace and yoga yeah it just kind of opens up like it a lot of people like are a bit fuzzy when it comes to meditation oh no that's not for me but it's not like meditation it's not like you know going hmm. it's more okay your thoughts like when you're just going through your day-to-day when you're in the car driving and you're just constantly thinking about something it mm-hmm. just allows you to kind of catch the thought and like forget about it almost yeah let go of thoughts yeah, yeah. that's the whole point of meditation and then you can yeah. actually refocus on driving make sure you're driving correct make sure you're in between pay the attention lines. to like your hands on the wheel and yeah, yeah. And it just it teaches you how to concentrate mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it doesn't actually and then when you concentrate on driving when you get to your job or when you get to the gym you're not sitting on your phone going oh what will i do today or you're it not teaches you to your... live in the now oh uh, yeah right and now actually, in this moment and actually concentrate on each task that's in front mm-hmm. of you and then complete that task like really well and then move on to but the complete one. that task without 50 other thoughts going through your head exactly yeah but if you have 50 thoughts going through your head you're not going to complete it as well you'll have Absolutely, to do it yeah and it will take you three times longer than it actually needs to do mm-hmm. so i always that's what always got me through ikea when i was working there because I was always used to be like, I'm going to pretend I'm the best checkout person. Yeah. And just be so fast and try idea. to keep moving and moving and moving. And my shifts used to go like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because I used to, although I, it was a great place and I loved it, I hated it at the same time because mm-hmm. I just couldn't stop thinking about here and all the stuff that had to be done for here. And I think day, that was a lot of excitement though. Yeah. Um, but head, Headspace teaches you to even let go of positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's not just letting go of negative ones. Just being now, like in the I, now. What I found was when I worked really hard on the checkouts, then I actually performed better when I left because I had more energy. Mm-hmm. When I actually was living in my head at the checkouts, I'd leave to go work on, you know, the gym and I'd get nothing done because I'd just be so mentally drained because i just done six hours of just constantly going, I need to do this, I need thinking to do this, I need to do like this, I need to do this. And energy draining. Mm-hmm. Like thinking constantly ruins your energy it does like i've i think that's something we've both learned a lot about this year is letting go of thoughts and you know not overthinking anything and just living in the now not really worrying about anything or anyone else and just worrying about us and this moment right now because that's all we really have isn't it i think you should live in the now but also like have no good ambition and good goal yeah you can have goals but and that can be unique to you and what Mm -hmm. you want to do like as in like you can you can change you should have something to work towards absolutely but at the same time we love a good goal don't we (laughs) you shouldn't you shouldn't allow that that thing you're working towards to take over your life and take the fun out of it Mm -hmm. which is what i'm saying i think that might be episode one done i think so how how did you find it yeah no thank you for coming on we had a trial run obviously yesterday and i feel a lot better i did trial run had my nerves gone but my hands are still sweating (laughs) so much well you've done brilliant Uh, thank you so did you well done you so proud of you thank you (laughs) (laughs) so that's episode one done and thank you for listening